0: To the Macaw Podcast universe. You've caught us in the first episode of the new year. It's oh. 2021 and we are covering a series that you, the fans and audience, chose. You said out of uh, 16 other or seven, 15 other series, you said, no, we want pirates chosen and we want you to talk about pirates. So here we are. It's our second week and we're covering the Pirates of the Caribbean. The dead or dead man's chest. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a the on the no, the subtitle there.
1: Dead man's chest.
0: Dead man's chest. So, um, you were about to say something before we started.
1: This movie has a fifty-three Metascore, which is wild to me.
0: Yeah, it's considerably it is lower. M-
1: much above average, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, hit me with um your my first experience. Shot.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I saw it in theaters. We were. Do you know what month this came out? Or yeah, what month did this come out?
0: Yeah, so it came out July six, two thousand six.
1: So we were going into seventh grade. Yes, um, definitely saw it in theaters. This could be the year where we didn't go to Disneyland and they had their parade, and I was really so it was a bad either it was a bad summer for me or we did go to Disneyland and it was a great summer for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I remember loving it. I remember for. Having seen this movie a lot, it kind of felt like watching it for the first time because I've—it's been so long. It's been like a decade, yeah, maybe since I've seen it. But I, as I was watching it, it was all just like coming home, is how it felt. Okay, and it's amazing.
0: Um, I definitely saw the movie and liked it, um, a lot when I first saw it. And then I was talking with my sister because we've had. We've had an asinine amount of conversations about the Pirates of the Caribbean, and she reminded me that I had said that this movie sucks. I don't remember ever saying that, but I totally believe her because I disliked um, The World's End or At World's End. Um,
1: the At World's Edgar End Wright is, movie?
0: No, At World's End is Pirates oh, of the okay. Caribbean. Oh, okay.
1: That movie's The World's End. Yes, which okay. I
0: always confuse. Um, I, it's
1: fine it's very <laughs> confusing there's
0: only one difference um so at worlds End, i disliked so much <laughs> that i think without actually revisiting dead man's chest i convinced myself it was a bad movie so then we watched it last night and i was ready to go mm-hmm. i i cleared my slate and my brain and i let the movie take me over well actually we didn't watch it last night that doesn't matter though um i let the movie take me over it's freaking awesome! It's a cool movie. I like that the movie just kind of goes, "Hey, we know we introduced you to a world in the next in the last movie, but this movie we're gonna go way further into that world." Oh yeah! <laughs> and there are gonna be um, crustacean people.
1: Oh yeah!
0: <laughs> and I I gotta say, as the kids say, I stand cr- crustacean people. Me too. They're cool, yeah. Um,
1: to to be a fly on that wall to watch the concept artists create that, yeah. Oh, they.
0: But we will see. I mean, I'm not gonna spoil next week, but I mean, I hated at World's End, so I'm ec- I'm excited to revisit, and I'm I'm hopeful about it. Actually, I'm thinking that my mind is gonna be totally changed. I about
1: remember it. really enjoying it, but I do remember a jumping the shark moment.
0: Yes. Okay, but that's next week. Yeah, that's next week. You got to stick around to hear us talk about that. Um, one thing, as we were rewatching it um, the other night, I, as it was getting closer to the end, I remembered thinking, "Oh, yeah, this movie has a pretty intense cliffhanger." And yeah, then,
1: I didn't remember that
0: when the movie ended. I thought, "Yes, that's a cliffhanger," but I do feel like this was a complete story, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a. It wasn't an Avengers Infinity War kind of cliffhanger, although no. it was the main character dying and then them saying, let's go see if we can get him back. So it's kind of exactly <laughs> the Infinity War thing. But yeah, um, I I was pleasantly surprised because as we were getting toward the end, I thought, oh, this is going to be really unsatisfying. But I feel like the movie still had it makes sense that it's a singular movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, Yeah. Anything I'm, else I'm going to go you? with
1: actors first, because I feel like it.
0: Yeah, I love it.
1: So, we, ha- we have not done Stellan Skarsgård. Is he in an Avengers movie? We
0: have, actually. Thor, The Dark World.
1: Dang. He's great, guys. Tom Hollander, who plays Cutler Beckett, the guy with the funny wig, who keeps talking about Letters of Mark.
0: He's the India East India trading guy? Yes. Okay.
1: Um, He is in Pride and Prejudice. He's in Godsford Park, in The Loop, About Time. He's in Us, but...
0: The mo- like Jordan Peele's movie?
1: No, oh, that's a show.
0: Oh, okay.
1: The font kind of looks the same. It was is really. It, threw this me is off. us. No, it's us.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know about this show. I've never heard of it.
1: Um, and then he's just, yeah, he's in a ton of uh ton of uh TV. He's also in Bohemian Rhapsody. He plays Jim Beach. <laughs> Do you know who that is? No. Okay. Then Naomi Harris, who plays Tia Dalma, who is the voodoo lady. Um, she's in Twenty Eight Days Later, Moonlight, Skyfall, Collateral, Collateral Beauty. Um, she's also in Ninja Assassin, but I would like to confirm that because
0: because of the she wonderful is a ninja things that assassin. he does.
1: That movie I watched purely because uh, it was gory, right? That's all I wanted. Came out in two thousand nine. I watched it with Megan Higday. We specifically rented <laughs> it for that reason. We wanted to see heads flying and guts spewing, and they gave it to us. <laughs> it was not a good movie. Wasn't she... that one of those
0: movies that was produced by Tarantino or presented by Tarantino? Because there was that time when they had a lot of movies like that that were coming out and it'd say presented by Quentin Tarantino. I
1: don't even know how you find that. But that was before I paid attention. Lena Wachowski was a, both of the Wachowskis were producers. Oh, wow. I don't, I I didn't like know who Tarantino was in 2009.
0: Speaking of Wachowskis, which I think we actually talked about. No, we talked about that a couple episodes. We were talking about matrix four. I found out today that December 22nd, my birthday, 2021, uh, assuming it all goes. Yeah. We're, we're back to normal. Matrix four comes out which means that my birthday is probably on a Friday, which is fun. And then it also means that that's what we're doing on my birthday. And maybe we'll just double feature and rewatch Mission Impossible um, 7 because it will have come out two weeks earlier. We'll just go action, action. So I'm excited about that.
1: Um, One more note about Ninja Assassin. Okay. Um, It's not your birthday yet, so calm down.
0: It's what's funny is we're we're recording this before my birthday, twenty twenty. Yeah, and uh, I'm not going to do anything on my birthday (laughs) this year.
1: So I remember in this movie, so she's like a cop or something, and I don't like, I don't know what kind of cop she is, what she's doing, but she ends up being like a main character. Sure. And at one point in the movie, they're talking about how you know, like, your heart is more on the left side of your chest, but there is like a percentage of people in the world whose heart is on the right side.
0: Is that real? I don't know. Oh okay. for the movie
1: Yeah <laughs> okay. because at like the uh, climax of the movie I think she gets shot or something or whatever and she's down for the count and you're like, oh, she's so dead and then of course the camera cuts back to her mm-hmm. and like the guy's going and he's like rushing to her to see if she's dead. And of course, they like her heart. She's one of those people whose heart is on the other side of her body, so she didn't die.
0: That's dumb. That's so dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, David Schofield. I remember
0: that movie was a movie that I wanted to see because the trailer was just so gory. The trailer mm-hmm. alone was gory. And Shane saw it. Shout out to Shane. And uh, he was like, don't bother, dude. It well, sucks. It it's not like even worth the, the gore. It was like the
1: 300 thing where there's just random blood flying and it, it's attached yeah. to no person and it's coming from like off screen. It's just blood everywhere.
0: D- did I ever tell you about the time that my dad and I went and saw, I I can't remember if it was Rambo 4 or if it was. The one where the
1: guy rolls down the hill and his intestines are. I think, I yeah, think it I've was Rambo 1st Blood one. or
0: Rambo. Yeah, Rambo Four. It, He's it's
1: it, the the Christians. No, y-
0: yes. Okay, that's not what I'm saying though. It was either Rambo that <laughs> that,
1: that one's really gory. That's why I <laughs> keep talking about it. <laughs> ah!
0: It was either that movie or Expendables, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Okay. Um, I don't remember Expendables being. I remember it being very action heavy, but not gore heavy.
0: They, yeah, which was I thought a bummer when I saw it as a kid because I thought uh, it was yeah. going to be m- way more intense. Um, but it was one of those two movies, and my dad went and saw it at the White City Theater. And we go and I'm pretty sure it was Rambo and we go and we're about to sit down and then we see Tom O'Hara, Shane O'Hara, Jack O'Hara and Nash O'Hara sitting there and then we just go sit next to them and they like shared their popcorn with us and we just ruckus and rolled and had the best time. It was just such a dad day and we happened to go on the same exact showing to the same exact movie in the same theater. That's
1: almost (laughs) as crazy, believe it or not, as when we saw 1917. And we saw (laughs) Grayson and his dad, and we're like, this is funny, coincidence, we're seeing the same movie at the same time, and you reserve seats now, and we had reserved seats right next to each other.
0: Yeah, well, technically, they had reserved them next to us, because they they bought them afterward, which I thought was weird, because it wasn't a full theater, so that means Grayson bought the tickets next to... He just felt, for some
1: reason, he needed to sit there. Yeah,
0: and and for some reason, it's such a formidable moment in our friendship and life, and he never remembers that I've uh scene nineteen seventeen. He's always like, Have you even seen that movie? Are you serious? And I go, Yes, I saw it, it sitting intense. next to you. And he goes, Oh yeah, I always forget. So um I wanna
1: watch that movie again.
0: Anyway, let's okay jump I'm back not, into actors. David
1: Schofield who plays his name's Mercer, but he's like the guy who's like the right hand man of the East India Trading Company guy.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I cool. I feel like
1: he is really cool. I feel like he could have been a little bit cooler. But I wonder if maybe it's a next movie. movie he'll be cooler. Right. Because it's a big movie and a lot happens. Like, Because yeah. that one scene when um, Jonathan Price is going to the dock and there's a dude standing there and he's like, get the boat ready. And th- you couldn't see the Mercer guy behind him. And he like steps away from him and slits the guy's throat. Yeah. That was a cool shot. Yeah. Anyway, he's in Gladiator. Okay. Also, he's I in felt
0: like I recognized him, but I couldn't place my finger.
1: An American Werewolf in London-
0: what was his name again? I'm sorry.
1: David Schofield.
0: David Schofield. Okay.
1: Valkyrie. Uh, Paddington the show. Mm. I bet that's just a delight. I bet so. And just, yeah, like a lot of movies.
0: Cool. Can't wait for them to make Paddington 3 so we can cover Paddington.
1: Oh, he's in a lot of BBC stuff, too. Very cool. Okay. And then, and then, and then. Is that it? Because there wasn't, like, a ton of new additions.
0: I think you, oh, no, you definitely missed one.
1: Bill Nye? Yeah. He's in Harry Potter. So we talked about him.
0: Oh, that's right. But, and he's also in Shaun of the Dead. So we, and definitely he's in Shaun of the Dead. Him. So we yeah.
1: 100% talked about him. But he plays Davy Jones, and holy crap. That is some of the best. I mean, that, But <sighs> for someone who has to do so much CGI makeup, so CGI heavy. Of a performance where you basically lose the actor's mm-hmm. um, face, he completely acts through it, and it is just amazing. He it's one of the best types of performances I've ever seen.
0: So yes, and we have to talk about it, and we'll probably talk about it some more. But right off the bat, um, I was listening to. I've actually never seen this movie, Polar Express but I was listening to Blank Check, they're covering Robert Zemeckis, mm-hmm. and the the Polar Express movie came out. And the whole thing was basically, it was, it was one of those first movies where we can do stop motion. Mm-hmm. Or not stop motion. Uh, po- um,
1: capture? Motion capture, motion yeah. Capture.
0: Um, and Griffin was talking about how you can see, they have on the DVD, or on the Blu-ray, they have extras where you can see Tom Hanks performing uh-huh. while his character is performing. And it's just one of those things where back then when they were shooting that they just didn't have the kind of data capturing that they could capture now
1: oh oh um, okay
0: so you see tom hanks doing an actually pretty stellar performance and you look at what it turns into and it's pretty much all nuance gone
1: yeah and i, I did like that movie though.
0: i think i yeah I, again i haven't seen it um it always looked like pun intended a train wreck to me um and i've always avoided do they it. like it but uh, no, they were yeah. saying it's it's haunting. To I watch haven't that seen movie. it
1: since I was a kid. Probably shouldn't watch it again.
0: But that movie comes out in two thousand four. This yeah. movie comes out in two thousand six. So there's a little bit of time. But I think and and one of the visual effects artists was saying this on a behind the scenes I was watching for Dead Man's Chest. Um, Bill Nye. Nigh- wait, I'm
1: going to cut you off only to say this: Goblet of Fire came out in two thousand five, and that's when Ray Fiennes shows up. Okay. He's got a lot of the same stuff going on.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty different, though, because that's a lot of just cutting off his nose. That's not really a motion capture okay. performance. Okay, fine. Um, but Dobby maybe is still... But no, he's not motion capture, I don't think, until later.
1: Sorry, go ahead. But
0: um, what, what I mean to say is um, 2004 Polar Express and, and you know the subtleties of Tom Hanks acting doesn't come across. Yeah. But in this movie, I think because he's playing it so big... And even the VFX artists were saying this, you're. it's really easy to animate because he's really going hammy on the whole thing. So it's a lovely performance. Oh
1: yeah, it is the best performance in the movie and Johnny Depp was in the movie. That's how I feel.
0: And it's pre-Depp sellout. Yeah. This is when he's still doing good work.
1: Yeah, um, the, the, his reaction when he opens the chest and his heart's not in there usually mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. the the choice would be staring blankly into it like i can't believe this just happened but you just i mean watch the movie to know what his reaction is but it's he makes a completely different choice that i wouldn't even expect and that is the right choice the thing that i wouldn't expect him to do because he is kind of an unpredictable character
0: yeah I, I like all of his weird mouth stuff and sucking noises. Extra stuff well, like, he does. I
1: feel like the way that he talks is like someone who doesn't have a nose. It's very nasal. Like I mean, does oh, it sound right. like someone yeah. who's sick?
0: Weird. Yeah, you're right. And I think
1: it's because he doesn't have nasal passages.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, his design too is crazy. I. It's it's unbelievable. And and. I guess on set, they still put makeup around his mouth and eyes so that they could... That makes sense. It's ma- easier to blend. Well, and so that they could use that. Yeah. Um, And then animate around it. But they wound up not even using that. Okay. So, um, I was... I could not believe how good the eyes looked. For animated eyes, I, st- I don't know if they look that good now. <laughs> I'm a little confused. Um, He really holds up. Yeah. There's, there's very few spots in the movie... Actually... There's very few spots in the movie at all effects-wise that don't hold up and even those it, you have to be pretty scrutinous to is that a word?
1: I don't think so. You
0: have to hold it un, under a lot of scrutiny to really go, yeah, that doesn't look quite right. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the crack and stuff maybe, but I didn't really notice. But they
1: still had, like added certain effects to it that I wouldn't expect them to during that time like the the no I mean I, the, they don't just use the visual senses, they use the audible ones too. So when it was, the tentacles were like sliding off the boat, it was such a gross.
0: Yeah. It's nasty.
1: noise, And it was perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Or even I thought they did a really good job of, well, one thing that I think is a little bit to their advantage is that the tentacles are constantly moving. So you do, it's constantly blurred. Yeah. For the most part. But when they do like are shooting the tentacles, they, like, got the chunks out of it.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that looks so good still. Also... Even
1: with all the teeth in that one moment when it, like, swallowed Jack, it looked really good.
0: Yeah. Um, also, it's 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 strange because um, I feel like... I don't know if this is gore or the DP or what, but the lighting in this movie is just better than a lot of movies now... Um, and the I coloring,
1: because a lot, whatever of, it is, a lot
0: of like action movies and Marvel movies, um, a lot of them aren't anymore. They're getting better at this, but they 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 like them really flatly. Mm-hmm. So it's just almost in the sitcom realm, not 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 there. But I mean, it's very even. The lighting is pretty particular. You can always see everything. But when you have some huge shadows, you can cover up a lot of blemishes and things look more real on a CG level.
1: I wonder too, cause they're surrounded by the ocean and I think they definitely made it bluer than it actually is. Yeah. Um, I think that that alone added a lot of depth to the whole thing. Cause even the, the yeah. scene when, uh, Jack gets swallowed by it, like all of that whole entire scene, which is pretty long, all takes place during the day. Yeah. And it looks really good. Yeah. And I think part of it is because they don't have concrete around them. They have blue around them yeah even when they were fighting on that island and it was white sand i i think it something about it well, because that, of the water yeah and they did have a little bit of greenery like a little bit it just looked really good
0: yeah and so this movie is i mean watching the behind the scenes is really cool because they went to these locations now again, I do want to reiterate I feel like every once in a while we just have to we are not anti c g i on this podcast no, and in fact, we love Honestly, a lot of Marvel pro movies.
1: because of what happened in this movie. what do you mean it looks really oh, good
0: yes yes um I, I get what you're saying now um but this movie doesn't make an argument for just like they they do they go to these incredible locations where if they film this movie today. They would not go to these locations. No. Um, so I we're, mean, maybe they would. I, it'll be interesting to look at the production of the newest movie and compare. Yeah. Um, but you know, those boats are out on the sea.
1: Where, Where? when they're with the tribe, where was yes. that shot?
0: So I got all of this stuff for you because you specifically said, where did they film this? So um, here is all the spots. So they kicked off shooting in Palos Verdes, which is um, near LA, and okay. that's where they have the ruined wedding, and they did a lot of the interiors sure. and stuff like that. Then they go to Saint Vincent, and they that's her house. <laughs> that is the location for Port Royal and Tortuga.
1: Is that like in the Caribbean?
0: Um. Yes. Okay. I think. Okay. <laughs> Then they go to Dominica, which is in the Caribbean, and not to be confused with the Dominican Republic, and it's its oh okay it's its own country okay. And um, this is where they shot the the Cannibal Island, and then the forest segment of the Battle on Isla Cruces, yeah, where they're sword fighting and yeah. the wheel and stuff. It now,
1: was so cool.
0: Here's what's crazy, um, and I'm not using this in a derogatory way because it's fine if a country they cast the. Un- no, go ahead. Okay. It's fine if a country's undeveloped, but it's an undeveloped country, so there's not a lot there in that island. Okay. They literally had to build roads so they could drive oh. stuff around. Um, you know, it, it would be the kind of thing where um, people are like hiking up to the set and all of this craziness. And, you know, there there was jokes on the crew where they're going, you don't need a gym membership when you're working on pirates because you're walking so much. You're doing all this vigorous stuff and it worked to their advantage. You know, there's not a lot there. You don't have to CG anything out when you're filming on an island where there's not a lot of people. Yep. And there's not buildings. But, yeah, they're building roads just to get stuff to where they want to film. What? So (laughs) that is really cool. And, and um, that's
1: the crazy part where it's like When they sat down with the budget Like to figure out How they were going to spend You know the most efficient amount of money To make the movie How was this more efficient than uh, Creating the set In a sound stage or, or you know well, Whatever
0: I don't think it was because the budget of this movie Is 225 million dollars
1: But that's also including the next movie
0: Oh, I yes, I need to I will have more information on that in our next episode. They shot these the movies at the same time. Yes. Um, you're stealing all of my notes. Um But yes, and then finally, um they shot at White Clay, which is another small island in the Caribbean, um, for the beginning and end of the Isla Crucis battle. And then okay. they shot in the Grand Bahama Island for exteriors of the Black Pearl and the Flying Dutchman. Now throughout this whole shoot, they had to deal with hurricanes. Yeah. Quite a bit. There's this crazy portion of the featurette where they're just strapping everything down and they go, we have to evacuate the island, and we just gotta cross our fingers, pray, and hope that our ships are not destroyed.
1: Oh no. <laughs>
0: they get back, they're pretty much fine. A little you know, a little bit yeah. of damage, but nothing too crazy. And there there's just a lot of because they're filming on the water and there's all this weather and all this craziness. So this movie is both simultaneously an argument for shooting on location. And not. And not. Yeah. But you have this whole little montage they put together where it's Gore going, well, we're, um, we're ending early today or okay. The shoot today got canceled. (sighs) No shooting today. Tomorrow. Let's hopefully get it. And then there's this great moment where Johnny Depp's, they're putting all this makeup on him. And then someone comes in and they go, so, um, There is a hurricane coming in, so we do need everyone to evacuate right now. And Johnny goes, what? Wait, what? What? Yes, we are needing to evacuate right now. We need to go. (laughs) Yikes. Um, So all of that craziness. It's kind of insane that this movie is not a more troubled production than it was. But uh, anyway.
1: Marlon Brando wasn't in it. That's the only difference.
0: (laughs) Um, this movie is directed by Gore Verbinski. It's written by Ted Elliott and Terry Rossio, who wrote the last movie with a bunch of other people. And it's based on the ride and then characters created Mm -hmm. by the other writers. This time the music is Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Straight up. Um, the cinematography is Darius Wolski. I don't know how to pronounce his name. That's the same. Mm. Excuse me. Guy from the last movie. Um, movie comes out July six two thousand six, budget two hundred twenty five million. Domestically it makes four hundred twenty three million dollars. Worldwide it makes one billion sixty six million. Crazy. Um, shot back to back, like you said. Um, the writers took a pretty long time to write the script and didn't turn it into Disney. So they were thinking maybe they would cancel the movie.
1: They didn't turn it into Disney.
0: They, and it is hard to figure out exactly what this meant, but it sounded like they were kind of wanting to make sure they got it totally finished and without studio involvement before they handed it in. And so Disney's going, hey, we're getting close to shooting, turn in that script, and they're going, no, we're still working on it, because they wanted their creative freedom. So in... um, uh, the the cost was rising, and there was no script. So Disney considered canceling the project in January 2005. But you
1: got to give it to him at some point.
0: I know, but they did. They did give it to him. Um, and then let's see, the Flying Dutchman. Um, they originally were intending to do ghosts on the ship.
1: I'm glad they didn't.
0: Well, Gore verbensky said we just did nah, that. We should do something else. <laughs>
1: that was the last movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which he made the right decision. Um, They used the movie King Kong vs. Godzilla as reference for the Kraken because there's a scene where a real octopus crawls over miniatures. What? Uh, And it's, yeah.
1: I didn't know that.
0: I didn't either until I read
1: that.
0: Sounds cool. Um, And then on the set, there were two pipes filled with 30,000 pounds of cement and they were used to crash and split the Edinburgh traitor which was that scene where the, the i think it was the scotsman or irish oh, or, so they
1: like dropped it on the boat
0: they dropped it onto the boat to make that explosion whoa um and then completing the illusion our miniature mass and falling stuntman shot in a blue screen stage okay and the scene where the kraken spits at jack sparrow does not use computer generated spit that seemed pretty obvious i don't know why i took that note <laughs> um <laughs> And this was... This is kind of fun. This was the first Disney film to use the new computer-generated Walt Disney Pictures production logo, which took a year for the studio to design. Uh, Weta Digital was responsible for the logo's final animated rendering, and Mark Mancina was hired to score a new composition of When You Wish Upon a Star. And the movie won Best Visual Effects. Yeah, it did. Oh, and also that uh that little gorge that they're in when they fall through the ball i guess that was like fall freezing cold water ball. uh toward the beginning when they're
1: oh okay yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah that was like very 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 cold oh. water and they were filming in that so cool you want to jump in thank you
1: for your service to everyone involved on the movie
0: this is a good case for bigger is better yeah Well, although I do like the first movie more, but um, I think it was the right choice.
1: First movie was pretty big, too, I would say. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Because you kind of have with subject matter like this, you can go the Indiana Jones route, which is just unrelated serialized stuff or try and expand the mythology. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they do a good job of expanding.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, I do. I so when the movie starts, I think that the first act they have a lot of exposition to get through. Yeah, and I think they do it pretty well. When we were watching it, part of me was like, "Is it going to get like? When is it going to stop being so dense?" Is what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, because it
1: was just a lot of like, what is what is going on and what has happened? Because so the movie starts and it's the day of will and elizabeth's wedding and it's raining and obviously they're not getting married uh and will has been arrested for helping jack and is that because of the last movie the events in the last movie
0: yes that's for because of the end when they save him from the hangman's noose
1: okay yeah okay which makes sense and then they same scene elizabeth is also arrested for the same reasons yeah and um Norrington, Commodore Norrington is no longer there, which is like probably the biggest reason why this is happening because yeah. there's a new sheriff in town, uh, Mr. Babyface.
0: What was int- when when Norrington didn't show up right at the beginning, I thought,
1: "Oh, is he not in
0: this? He was so delightful in the first movie." I'm
1: still waiting for that scene I'm thinking of in my head that looks so cool and I think it's in the next movie. So I knew he was in this movie. What, what, what scene are you talking about? I'm not gonna bring it up in because I've said it so many times to you. Oh, okay. And you don't get any more. Um, okay. <laughs> but Cutler Beckett is the new sheriff in town. Yes. Um, so yeah, he arrests them. Um, they're going to, they're sentenced to hanging, get thrown in prison, no wedding. Um, and then shortly after that, Will is taken to Beckett to to like he wants to make a deal with him you go get something from Jack that I want. And uh, did he say like, he'll exonerate him?
0: Well, he'd give him the letters of the Mark, I think.
1: So I, (laughs) I was very, we were both pretty confused about it from what I understand about letters of Mark, which is this packet of letters he kept holding up and everyone wants, well, Norrington wants later on. But I think it's like he signed something and it. Like to me, it deputizes Turner to have the authority to go do what he needs to do, wh- whatever he needs to do, yeah, in order to get the thing, because East India Trading Company is basically commissioning him to do it, and this company is basically the government.
0: And it sounds like if he brings back the compass, him or Elizabeth will be set free, but not both.
1: Right? Like, um, well, it's like we'll figure that out once you come back.
0: The, the, pretty straight off the bat, I thought okay, you really got to pay attention, yeah. Micah. And luckily the movie's cool and interesting because th- a lot of times the stuff, the minutiae of what we're talking about is actually a complaint you and I have about a lot of movies. But I think this movie earns the specificity of what it's going yeah, over. Yeah, I think it
1: works. And it's a lot of it's like, I like when it's consequences from what happened in the last movie. Yeah. Um, w- which is, is a nice, good way to t- to, t- to bridge the gap between yeah. both movies.
0: It's nice that there's also not a lot of those Stranger Things type scenes where they go, where they go, wait, wait, you're telling me we got to do what again? And then they explain everything like you're an idiot. They They trust you that you're going to watch the movie and engage with the
1: movie. Yeah, but here's where I'm confused. Yeah. Will doesn't take the papers because later on, Jonathan price lets Elizabeth out of prison and he's going to, he's going to ship her to London. Like and he, he made says, a deal. Where's that dog? Yes. Funny. Very funny. So he breaks her out of the prison to put her on a ship. That's going to send her to London. And of course the Mercer, the right hand man, guy um, intercepts him. Elizabeth is nowhere to be found, but now Jonathan price is in trouble. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth goes to Beckett. It's the, notes. to get the, so she takes the letters of Mark
0: so, okay, so he... Okay, I think I get it. He just sends Will on his own, and he's not really concerned about Will's well-being. He doesn't really care if he gets back or not. I don't think. Okay. Elizabeth gets... This makes sense to me now. Elizabeth gets those letters of the mark so that she can't be tracked down by the, the military, or if she is in trouble, she can say, I have these letters... And she, she basically has a backup and huh. she can kind of get out of uh, larger situations, especially because she's trying to, she wants to take a ship and go out and find him.
1: And she needs she like that. She doesn't have the means
0: to do that. But if she has the letters, those exonerate her from her crimes basically okay. and give her the authority to do Someone that. Someone
1: just has to, he signs them at some point or not. He signs
0: them when Elizabeth
1: yeah, threatens him at gunpoint. Yeah, gives her like the permission to do it.
0: Yeah. His and- office is so cool.
1: I think it was in the first movie, was it not?
0: I don't think it was because okay, I remember. I can't, I can't remember. No, it's not. Okay. It's not in the first. They movie.
1: are like building it and painting it. It's I guess, cool. In this movie. And there's
0: maps everywhere. Oh yeah,
1: it's a, an incredible. Chloe set.
0: would love his room because <laughs> there's so many maps.
1: <laughs> um and yeah, I like how the the bay is his like backdrop. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, very it's cool. Nice lighting in it. <laughs> um. Okay. So then she leaves. Meanwhile, during all of that, Will. Uh, does find Jack. I can't remember how.
0: Yeah, let me tap in here because we're missing a couple of things. Um, We're caught up on them too. But Jack Sparrow is on, I, I don't remember where he's at, but he's in like Mordor. Like Mordor with water around it
1: oh yeah i remember a the scene, kid thinking like what is this place can we spend here little more time here this is cool there's a scene where a crow pecks out a guy's eye
0: and they do show it uh-huh i was actually shocked this by that um very cool though yeah. um but that was wild and then he escapes via a coffin a la count of monte cristo kind of a thing okay where and he it's shoots very funny he shoots a crow and breaks out of it yeah that's good Uh, some good crow acting the series has got some good bird acting in it so far if nothing else they got some good bird actors Mm -hmm. and then he commandeers the black pearl i believe and then he
1: doesn't commandeer it; it's a ship he just gets back on it oh what does the word
0: commandeer mean then
1: to me, that means, like, takes it over and starts oh. commanding it. I don't know. I could be wrong. I but thought whatever. It, yeah. The Black Pearl's there to save them. It's like they knew that this was all going to happen. And it's also, like, they don't explain why he was here and what this place is. It's just, like, Jack got into a bind.
0: Which I love that kind of stuff Yeah, me movies.
1: too. It's, like, a great reintroduction of a character. And he's, he's so nonchalant about all of it. Like, yeah. as if he was not actually worried about dying imminently. Right. Whatever. So, yeah, he gets picked back up. And then some Davy Jones action happens. Oh, I don't yeah, think we get. Jones I think yet. it's around this time though, because he's trying to find rum. Uh huh. Meanwhile, it also was established that he can't. He the compass isn't showing him where to go, so he's aimless. Yes, he's
0: pretty aimless.
1: So he's trying to find rum, and he comes across Bootstrap Bill. Right. Yes. Yes. In the bottom of the boat, and it's Stellan Skarsgård, and his makeup is out of this world, fantastic. And There's a
0: starfish on his face. Yeah. I love the starfish. And it's,
1: really uh it's just a really good job of making because he's on the flying dutchman crew and out of all of them he looks the most human and that's just good because we remember who he is
0: well and i think um there's an implication that he's the youngest of Mm -hmm. the crew because if we think about the last movie he didn't die actually that long ago i don't think in the grand scheme in the grand
1: scheme of all of it life and i'm assuming you know the the way he died is um captain barbosa and his crew put uh Cannonball, like yeah, they chained to a cannonball, and he sunk to Davy Jones' locker. Yeah, became part of the crew. So pretty he's, cool. Uh, you know what I'm realizing? H, yeah
0: this this movie, the balls to the walls nature of this movie is what would have made Mortal Engines like a perfect movie if they had gone full balls to the walls. Like this movie just goes, we just assume that you're with us and we're gonna go insane.
1: Well, the thing is too with Mortal Engines. A lot of the characters are not very unique yeah. in their acting. This movie, you have Johnny Depp. That's a one good One of point. the most unique performances in a franchise, bar none. Yeah. And then Will, Orlando Bloom, just plays him completely straight. Yeah. T- total straight shooter, but he is willing to change. That's also important. Kira Knightley is a very strong female lead. Very strong. In Mortal Engines, I think that girl's performance, she's like the best one in the uh, movie her performance is that besides strike yeah
0: strike of course
1: she is probably like the best in terms of that world yeah but everyone else it's just they're kind of a caricature when in this right. move like a lot of the characters in this movie you can make the same argument but it's like yeah they're being pirates yeah. they're supposed to be characters they're supposed to be crazy and saying arg yeah does that make sense yeah no it and does it just, it just works also i think The world of pirates is a world that we're all familiar with in some degree, so we're already buying it Yeah, as we're watching the movie. Something like Mortal Engines is they needed to convince us that they needed to guide us through the whole thing, and we were supposed to follow them blindly, and the suspension of disbelief is taken away very quickly and very easily because it is so weird.
0: Yeah. Having said that, though, listen to our Mortal Engines episode. We kind of like the movie. Yeah. And, and you know, a big hit against this movie that I think everyone is thinking, if they're fans of our podcast, is in Dead Man's chest, there is no Shrike.
1: No, there's not.
0: So, and that's a big problem, frankly. And that should be addressed if they do any George Lucas-style special editions. Just
1: cgi <laughs> him in like, on the crew working. His, like, green glowing eyes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so Stellan Bootstrap Bill is there to tell Jack that his time is up, whatever he waged with Davy Jones. And he's got the mark on him now, which means Davy Jones is coming, or the Kraken's coming. One or yeah. the other. Um, so then Jack wants to get to land because if he's on land, the Kraken can't get him, and Davy Jones can only set foot on land once every ten years.
0: Yeah, cool. This, do awesome. we? Do you know if he steps on land in the series?
1: Not in this movie, but he might in the next movie. You that know, that
0: would be cool because I bet that'd be a fun moment. But
1: remember the the when they're at that shallow island. Yeah. He, he's saying, he's like, I can't go out there. You guys need to go out there and get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I don't so, know how long it's been.
0: Let's kind of just jump ahead. So we're at Kay. the Cannibal Island. Yes. The Black Pearl's there. Okay. Everybody's captured of That's our pirate Will crew. That's when Will
1: finds Jack.
0: No Zoe Saldana in this movie. No. Bummer. Because um, she
1: got her own ship, right? So she's sailing so. away having her own adventures. I
0: thought she was just with the crew at the end. I
1: thought they gave her a different ship. Okay. But I'm anyway, pretending that they did.
0: So, <laughs> Jack Sparrow is is kind of the god of the these indigenous he people. He is the
1: god of these people.
0: And they think they need to cook him in order to free his soul and yeah. Eat him. And a lot of fun shenanigans.
1: The world building is incredible.
0: Um the sets, the location, the colors are really really nice. Take notes, action movies that think that everything needs to look like concrete, things can be a different color. It looks really nice um then there are these giant skeleton balls Mm -hmm. now the crew gets put into giant skeleton balls i'm going to say it one more time they are giant skeleton balls they have to use these balls to swing and climb up a cliff that they're hanging over yep that's cool then they have to roll them and pick up the bones and use their feet and sometimes it rolls Um, very little CG used in the sequence. Mostly, I'm
1: speechless about it.
0: Mostly, it's the actors running and then stunt people in it, and then an empty ball with like CG people inside. Okay, insane. So
1: that one scene when the ball goes up the tree and back—that's real. It looked real. I don't
0: remember the specifics, but I was. I'm
1: just. it It did look real.
0: I would say there there were like three shots where I said, "Oh, that's CG." But the other shots, I went, that is not. There's okay. no way. So it's, if it was, looked real, I think it was.
1: There was a lot of tension, and it was really funny. To add to the funniness, um, Jack runs away, and the people are chasing after him. And he and he's uh, he gets captured again. Now he's over a fire. He yeah. escapes again. Um, and he is stuck to this pole, and there's a very fun fruit action sequence.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> this was the original Fruit Ninja
1: uh yeah and he i'd say he's really good i don't know he, either he's really good at the game or the people throwing the fruit are really yeah, good yeah. at the game <laughs> uh so people start running after him and fun uh, bamboo pole action here and oh, yeah. all that but then they all uh, meanwhile all that the dude B- bpa with, if you will sure the guy with the wooden eye and his friend from the first movie who was in Bat- captain barbosa's crew funny guys they're also back they come i love that their characters are introduced as if they're trying to figure out what to do (laughs) and they have the dog from the prison yeah um which insinuates that they were arrested at some point but also one of them's trying to read the bible and there's just a very funny conversation it's like well you can't read he's like well i'm trying and it's like well that's lying
0: isn't it yeah (laughs) in a way that's lying so you're sinning (laughs) it's
1: so good and that that guy who's trying to read the bible has a little bit of a spirituality to him yeah he's trying to understand it because now they have souls again perfect anyway they're back
0: right yeah they're
1: in the crew now because they're trying to take the black pearl when all the other guys show up i'm like oh we're getting it ready for you right um to fast forward they make it they make it away
0: well and and just to even the scales This movie does not have Shrike, but a knock against Mortal Engines is there are no giant skeleton balls.
1: No, there are not.
0: So now we're back. Um, Then they, and I did just make a note just to say this, this movie, the sequences are very visceral. The hits hurt Mm -hmm. and it It really hurt and you really feel it. And I do think that's just a lot of them using the practical nature of things. It just really hits hard. Yeah. Um, but we haven't really had any sword fighting yet, and I they're building up to We're that, which there. is cool.
1: So I think next they go to they
0: go to the Bayou Lady, yes, who's the Voodoo Lady, and
1: her performance is incredible to me. She's cool. Yeah, I just think that I don't know. She does a really good job, very convincing. Uh, her and Jack have some kind of history. He's there to like basically, can you help me with my problem? Yeah. They gave her, they give her Barbosa's monkey ha ha as payment um she gives jack a jar of sand and says keep this with you at all time that you like you'll be on land if you have this jar of sand
0: i like that that's cool yes
1: and then this is we get a little bit of exposition about davy jones where he was in love with a woman so in love with her that he ripped his heart out of his chest put it in a chest because he couldn't be with her yeah and he—that means he's basically cursed himself to always be captain of the Flying Dutchman, unless someone gets his heart, they control him, and like basically they control the Flying Dutchman.
0: Now, would you, if you had to rate, which do you like better, the Flying Dutchman from SpongeBob or Davy Jones slash the Flying Dutchman from this movie?
1: Probably this one. Sorry, Sponge. But oh
0: man! But the Flying Dutchman's so funny every time he shows this up. This one's
1: so epic. <laughs> Uh, so all this to say, do you find out that they're trying to find a key? Jack's trying to find the key to the chest. Yeah. Will just needs the compass. But Jack says, if you help me find the key, you'll get the compass. Yeah. Um, so they learn all of that crap. (laughs) I think the spot is taken away from his hand. She like takes the spot away from his hand. Does she do Something like that. She does stuff that, that makes it work. Yeah. Okay. Then do we go back to Elizabeth?
0: Well, the, I think I just have in my notes that there's a coral crew. Um, Pro- we've yeah. kind of touched upon that. There yeah. is a guy, when Orlando Bloom shows up on the on um, the,
1: Flying the Flying
0: Dutchman, there is a guy that is kind of connected to the boat, and he he's made out of barnacles and shells.
1: Looks so cool. And he
0: comes out of it, and his brain is still behind him, and he talks to them about how... Davy Jones has the key with him. Yeah, and then there's also the sequence where he gambles because he's just trying to find out where the key is. But his dad winds up uh, gambling away his entire eternity mm-hmm. to be a crewman on the on the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also Jack finds out that or or the 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 oh my goodness. Davy Jones shows up on Jack's boat, and he says, hey, yo, you got to find 100 souls, and you got three days to do it.
1: Mm. And I do think it's interesting. It's fun story-wise to find out that the only reason Jack is Captain of the Black Pearl is because Davy Jones gave it to him, gave him the right yeah, that's it. cool. Um, that doesn't it, always work. No, but I think it's fun, and it's, it's, to add another layer to it. Jack says, "Well, I I've only been a captain for like you know like three years, a year or whatever," and he was given ten years, and he and basically he's like, "There was a mutiny, and yeah. I got thrown off," and he's like, "Well, that's your problem yeah, that yeah. happened." Great.
0: Um, and yeah, so that's what, what's just kind of crazy is this movie is so convoluted, and I think it just works. Yeah, because here's another development, you know, yeah. I mean, a part of it is we understand why Davy Jones and Jack Sparrow have a dog in this fight, but it is it's a lot of business on time so it's, it's wearing, wearing a hat, wearing a hat.
1: I think that they do mask it as telling just a legend. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just works.
0: And And you can see how and I've never seen four and five, but you can see how. If, if maybe the writers who wrote this movie aren't on that, or just writers who are less confident or maybe overconfident. Like, it's a very fine line Definitely. to tell this kind of story. Definitely. Um, But yeah, so there's also a scene where Davy Jones is playing an organ, and we know Hans Zimmer loves his organs. Mm-hmm. So... That's cool. I, when
1: we watched it, in my mind, I was like, "This shouldn't work. This should <laughs> yeah. be like totally gratuitous."
0: But he has tentacles, and he's playing with his tentacles, and,
1: and he's just a—he's a person, uh, who, whatever he is. But he has an is octopus so Love sick. Yeah, like you can tell through the. I mean, I'm not joking. Bill <laughs> Nye conveys through his acting the, the lovesick that he has for the, whoever this woman was the way he's playing the organ and even further on when Will steals the key from him when he's asleep there's a locket playing a melody Yeah, and I believe that the locket or that whatever it is was also in the voodoo lady's place like a necklace yeah. of the same variety um,
0: so the, we would think that she's his love right?
1: That's what I'm assuming just because of what happens in the next movie and I can't totally remember. Yeah. And what's crazy is if that's true, I never knew that. <laughs> probably because yeah, the yeah, next yeah. movie is probably just even crazier and maybe a little bit harder to follow.
0: Well, it is 3 hours, so.
1: Yeah, it's long almost, and it's still and will always be a family action adventure. Yeah. Movie. That's insane. But also Lord of the Rings works.
0: And Avengers Endgame was 3 hours. Yeah. That, so that movie is longer than at world's end. So. Yeah. Well, We'll see. I'm very I'm very excited to watch it, but I feel like we have to wait till the weekend so that we we can pause it and take a break. Um, <laughs> almost knocked the pop filter off. Uh Jack Davenport is back.
1: He's at Tortuga.
0: They're trying to sign up souls and he shows up and basically he was driven to drunkenness and madness because he couldn't catch uh Jack Sparrow after mm-hmm. the end of the and last movie. And he lost Elizabeth. And he lost Elizabeth and I think The other guy from the East India Trading Company got him in trouble for not immediately attacking Mm -hmm. Jack Sparrow.
1: So he's, you know, dishonorable discharge.
0: I was so excited that he was still in the movie because I totally forgot. He is so good. He rules. He is
1: so good. He is... The, a young alan rickman and i know i said it in the last episode <laughs> but i just get such an alan rickman vibe
0: and jack davenport we'd love to have you on the pod yeah. anytime i'm sure you'd love to talk about one of the, our mini series we're planned out till july <laughs> and if theater's open back up and it's safe and everything and the pandemic's over it's going to push even back because we'll have to do those other movies
1: yep uh the the how Elizabeth gets to Tortuga her storyline is really good I couldn't quite remember what happened with her so like when she was in jail I was like is she not in this movie oh, he, oh I would have been so upset um <laughs> but she gets onto a crew she's mad you know she's just a, a sailor another dude and the whole sequence with her wedding dress being a ghost oh yeah very funny works so well for her storyline to get there and then she meets up with jack again so jack sparrow and jack davenport well let's say covington they all are on black pearl again they're gonna go find the chest
0: and and i think somewhere around here there's this really weird feature i think it's just on disney plus where the movie shuts off it's called the
1: power outage
0: and everything in your apartment shuts off and you have to light candles And um,
1: you have to finish the movie tomorrow.
0: Yeah, which was kind of interesting. I thought it was an a bold choice for Disney Plus. They don't have
1: electricity in that movie, so
0: yeah, (laughs) they're getting us in the mood. Yeah. Um,
1: But once you resume the movie,
0: then it's all um, I don't know.
1: So through all (laughs) this, Will uh, escapes the Flying Dutchman. Yes, and he meets up on an island. With Jack and Covington and Elizabeth. And this is the cool so- sword fight, scene. Before
0: that, just to say there is some sexual tension between Elizabeth and Jack Sparrow where she's kind of saying, You're a good man. She's and like egging going,
1: him on to, to do what she to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then the sword fight. Yeah. This is the best part of the movie, right? It's awesome. I love the adventure nature of you know, so. They dig up, they find the dead man's chest. Um, They open it, they see it's a heart, which is cool, alone. But then all of a sudden, it's Drawn Sword, Will Turner versus Jack Sparrow. And they're kind of... Yes, go ahead.
1: Part of Will's motivation now is to get his dad off the boat, off of the Flying Dutchman. Yeah. And I love that because he grew up fatherless. His father abandoned him. Uh, Then Will finally meets his father... Uh, and he tells him, I will not abandon you. Yeah. Love it. Love the character development there.
0: And then, of course, Jack has his own thing. And then all of a sudden, a third sword comes out. It's Jack Davenport.
1: Uh, Cummington. And he says
0: <laughs> that he's basically, you know, I, if I take care of this, I'm going to get my life back. Yes. And so they start sword fighting. And it's great because we, we've we been pretty devoid of swords in this movie. And this is a sword movie. It's come a long
1: on. scene, so you get what you want.
0: They're doing it across these beautiful white beaches. And then Elizabeth fakes fainting and she's trying to get their attention. And then all of a sudden, kind of like bumbling idiot pirates, they, they go and then they grab the chest. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Davy Jones is going, wait, they have my chest. Go get it. I can't step on land. And then there's all these coral people yeah. who are running around. And there's just... There's fun hijinks. It it has. I know I compare like every adventure movie to this, but it has that fun Indiana Jones energy. It
1: does. To yes. it Where
0: there's there's like some fun comic relief, and then you're just not really sure what the heck is gonna do happen. Do you
1: think that like because I just it makes you think of Marvel movies. Yes. And action gets pretty dang lazy at some point in those movies. Yes.
0: And see any of our just, Marvel episodes, and you just have not to any, wonder. But some-
1: the people who are making those movies, do they just think, Oh, well, they're flying. People will be amazed. That that'll be enough. They're flying. I they're shooting maybe. things out of their hands. Like it'll he has a hammer. Whoa, it's an entertaining. That's a
0: good point. Because
1: in this it is just men fighting with swords, but they they use they integrate the set into it and they're mm. they're so it's like a, a mill. Like an old rundown well, mill. Wait, before you oh, go there, okay. don't
0: don't go there yet, because think about th- are two two of our favorite um movies uh Guardians of the Galaxy in Marvel and when there's those action sequences especially in Guardians 2 there's a lot of funny and just good character moments in the action sequences and I think those action sequences are better than a lot of what we get there's no in lag. a lot of the other movies hmm Although I still think Endgame is perfect for what it is. And it's a great, great movie.
1: Well, I can't. It's You know, it's been so long since I've seen that one. But it's like, I remember the action being pretty intense. But that always will be because it is an accumulation yeah. of a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. But the scene when they're fighting Thanos is pretty intense.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a great scene, though, too, because I think they really do a good job of showing you what is exactly happening yes. and what is exactly. It's a, a
1: pretty wide shot from my memory.
0: Yeah, it's just a lot and and you know, the payoff of, you know, Captain America getting the hammer and all of that stuff is just slam dunk. But um that is cool. Yeah, that's a really good point because I I was so invested in this action sequence. Mm-hmm. It feels like the kind of sequence where if you were making a movie or something, you'd go, "Oh, we should watch that sequence and take notes." Yeah. Cuz that's a brilliant sequence. Yeah. It's it's class filmmaking. But they get on. There's a there's a mill And they get on the wheel of the mill. And they go... It it breaks off. And now, at at some point, there are three of them. Jack, Sparrow, Will Turner, and Covington. Covington. And they are... Folks, look at the behind the scenes. His name's
1: Norrington. Norrington. Crap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I feel so dumb. But also, there's a lot of people in this movie...
0: Um. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll you'll be forgiven for that. So the three Sorry of them. For
1: anyone who is screaming,
0: <laughs> they if, if you look at the behind the scenes, uh, those actors,
1: uh, they're on a real wheel. That's yes. What? How do you do that? They are
0: strapped in. Um. Those shots are real. I think again, there's like two or three CG shots when uh-huh. it speeds up, and I'm sure there's a lot of stunt,
1: yeah, oh, shots yeah. as well. Yeah
0: but like those shots where they're inside the wheel and it's a close up and they're reacting to it real stuff real stuff you you see these shots in the behind the scenes where they get out of the wheel um uh, Jack Covington and Orlando Bloom specifically and they're just Jack like Davenport. Or Jack Davenport <laughs> Jack Dav- Davenport and and Orlando Bloom and they're just going oh man it's been a long day cuz you know it takes forever to shoot oh, one yeah. sequence so you know i think it was like a 2 day shoot oh. to do
1: and they <laughs> probably got the so events. sick
0: but it's it is so worth it because seeing three people fight in a wheel come on
1: so cool you don't see it and there's still a lot of tension because they're fighting over that key
0: you gotta use your environment if you're doing an action sequence yeah and we said it in the last episode too i mean that's one of the strengths of this series is like a what's cool that's happening here and let's expound upon it and use it
1: and me as that's going on so like you said the flying dutchman crew get on land and they start fighting uh fighting with um elizabeth and the two dudes yeah um and that's also just very exciting they do some very exciting stuff with them um especially where that that sequence kind of ends with that guy getting his head knocked off and he's he has like his head's a conch shell and he's basically a hurt his head's like a hermit crab (laughs) yeah so he's trying, so like all the guys run away and he's like trying to get them to wait. Guess and then what? he just rolls around in a shell and starts walking.
0: If one of your characters in a movie has a hermit crab head, ding, 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 you just made a billion dollars at the box office. It's <laughs> unbelievable.
1: It's so, so cool. cool. And the guy with the shark head's really cool too. He's
0: cool. And there's
1: one dude that has the wheel of a boat in, in him. him. Yeah. It's amazing. And a lot of the times throughout the movies, um, you will see uh, like, anemones barnacles muscles whatever moving on the characters they each character is its own ecosystem unbelievable it's crazy okay so they get back out to the little boat still fighting yeah uh then uh norrington no oh no, no no jack puts the heart in his sand jar yeah norrington figures it out that's all we see yeah and then someone gets the chest. Also I oh, I'm sorry but kudos. I just got
0: to say they did such a great job of when when Nor- Norrington yeah shows up to the boat he looks inside and he looks at where um the chest is and then he or um the the sand is and he see he sees that something has gone There's afoot. There's sand all over the boat. And he looks for a little bit and the camera shows us what he's seeing. And I think a lesser director would have shown him walk up to the boat, look at it, and then leave. And then at the end of the movie, you would have figured it out. Yeah. But I think it's so, it's just better that you get to go, oh, oh, he figured it out. and and Because I could see another version of this movie where where you sit there and you go, how could he have possibly figured that out at the end of the movie? Because they didn't show they, They
1: spent a couple seconds on it. Yeah. Great. I just had to
0: point that out. So
1: um, the Flying Dutchman crew gets the chest. They bring it back to the Flying Dutchman. They open it and it's empty. And then we get that great reaction that we spent a lot of time talking about from Bill well, Nye.
0: Yeah. And then the boat pulls up to the Black Pearl. And that's when Johnny Depp goes, I got a jar of dirt. I got yeah. a jar of dirt. That's a classic Jack Sparrow moment. Yeah. He drops it. He sees there's no heart inside.
1: Yep. So he's screwed.
0: Then awaken the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is awakened by a pulse thing on the Flying Dutchman thing. That's cool. Yeah. Um, It comes out. It's crazy. They fight it for a long time Mm -hmm. as best they can. Then eventually Elizabeth kisses Jack, puts him in a handcuff. Sorry if I'm glossing over You're glossing over
1: quite a bit, but that's okay. (laughs) It is action and it's hard to describe. Very, very fun and exciting. And there's no, I didn't get fatigue no a ton of action through this part of the movie and no fatigue no none uh will sees elizabeth kissing jack and is very confused um but as the viewer you get to see that she did it to handcuff him when he didn't know yeah so he is stuck on the black pearl as they're rowing away Kraken comes up jack is ready he is ready to face it he's jumping inside that's it for jack he's dead yeah then we go back to the bayou area. And there's people. everyone's mourning. Well, before
0: that we do see that um, Norrington
1: brings the heart to Beckett.
0: Yes. And we don't actually see it, but it's very much implied that. Oh, he- it's
1: beating in the bag. So Oh
0: right. It's that's the heart. that's what it is. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, so they're in the bayou, everyone's mourning because Jack has died. Um we get a lot of good close-ups of all, you know, the main crew members yeah. to get their reactions to the whole thing. You do see that Will and Elizabeth Elizabeth have obviously not resolved what just happened.
0: because And I will say, a setup for a tri- love triangle, so far, I think this movie does a really good job. I'm, I'm curious where it goes in the next one, but it makes sense that Elizabeth handcuffed Jack Sparrow to kiss, uh, kissed him and handcuffed him, so she basically murdered him. Mm -hmm. And so when she comes down, she doesn't want to talk about it. She doesn't want to tell anyone that she's the reason why Jack Sparrow died. So Orlando translates that as you kissed him and you had, you have a thing with him.
1: But you're engaged to me. What the F?
0: I think that's a good setup for a love triangle. Yeah. I'm curious if this is the rare one that works. And it's
1: almost like, because, you know, he is, he is such a straight shooter character. He, He always is the good guy. So, um, someone's saying like, if I could do anything to get him back and the, the lady, I want to get her name because I don't want to just say the lady, uh, Tia Dalma, the like voodoo witch, uh, she's like, we would do anything. Yes. What would you be willing to do? And, um, everyone's saying like, I, like I would be willing to do it. And even Will says that. Yeah. Even Will is willing to 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 do anything he can to save him. And it's pretty interesting that he is willing to do it. It's almost like I'll do it for Elizabeth. Yeah. Because I can tell that maybe she's had a change of heart and I love her. Mm -hmm. So I will do what she wants. Great. Really great. And so let me hear boot steps walking down some stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of fist pumps for me at this moment because I remember it was Barbosa brought back from the dead. He's got his effing monkey on his shoulder and he's eating an effing apple.
0: We get the apple payoff. The huge Sarah. payoff. And
1: that's a juicy apple.
0: Sarah, from last episode, we got the payoff. Yeah. He finally gets to eat his dang apple, human and I, all. It was
1: so genuinely happy for him.
0: Yeah. And I think because we spent so much time talking about the apple in the last episode, I felt so much relief for him. And and I felt so validated. Like you go, you did it. You yeah. got your apple. Yeah.
1: Um, you're such a likable bad guy, but this is now a flip cuz now you're going to be working for the good guys.
0: We also find out at the end of the credits, post-credit scene that uh the dog is now the the, the god, god of, of, the, island. of the island. Um It's cool. The movie is cool. Yep. It is it is it is wild. I, I got to say, I, it, it just reeks of... Reeks, that's the wrong word. It just has no studio vibe to it. It no. really looks like the director and the writers went, let's see if we can sneak this by it Disney and do exactly like, what we want to do.
1: Yeah, it still feels like we're before all of that. Yeah. Because this is 2006. When does Iron Man come out? 2008. So yeah, I, we're, I feel like we're just still ahead of that studio thing.
0: Yeah, but I mean, the studios are always... You know, interjecting throughout all of Hollywood time, but
1: th- but this is before they were trying to figure out the fastest ways to put to spit these things out.
0: Yeah, clearly this yeah.
1: series is not an exception, though. Yeah, because of the later movies, but it still feels like they're just giving it their all.
0: Yeah, it's wild and it's cool. Yeah, I I think I it. Love it. I, I yeah, I love it too, and I'm. I'm hopeful and I'm thinking that we're both going to like the next movie a lot. I think so too. I think I'm going to be totally turned. I'm which excited will be, how
1: long it is, honestly.
0: <laughs> well, it'll be crazy because at one point in my life, I said that I thought it was the worst movie that's ever been made.
1: That's a big thing to say.
0: Yes. Um, I don't think that most likely, I think I'm going to go you silly boy. Yeah. That's a cool movie. Um, but yeah, so this month on Patreon, It's It's now the first of the month, or I don't know if it's the first of the month, but either next week or earlier this week, we released our Gremlins 2, the new batch episode on patreon.com slash M-I-C-A-H-M-C-C-A-W. Go listen to that, and while you're at it, when you're there, go listen to our Gremlins episode, which is hilarious. Um, And then if you're still in the Christmas mood... Um, you can go to my YouTube and watch my concert have yourself a five for a little Christmas do it what about you do you have anything I don't know too too far ahead yeah <laughs> well um take what you can and give nothing back <laughs>